Welcome to Her Kit, Knowledge in Transformation Podcast. I'm your host, Amelia Lady B, where I teach you skills, tips, and effectiveness in leadership, career development, and wellness. Hey, 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 everybody. It's me, Amelia Lady B, and welcome back. Did you know that May is Mental Health Awareness Month? Well, if you didn't, now you know. So today's episode, if you haven't guessed, it's about mental health. And so I have some lovely statistics here for you. So according to the Health and Human Services Office of Minority Health, that sounds all legit. African Americans are 20% more likely to experience serious mental health problems than the general population. And some of the common disorders include major depression, attention deficit disorder, which is ADHD, well, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, sorry, ADHD, which you know they're, they're really high in diagnosing our kids with this disorder but adults also have um, ADHD as well suicide is on the list and post-traumatic stress disorder also known as PTSD why I wanted to throw that out there this statistic out there about um, African Americans because Today, I really want to stress or not, not I don't want to say the word stress, but I really want to put out there that we have a very we're at a very low rate of going to see a therapist. And um, that's a problem because according to these statistics, we are suffering from some, you know, serious areas in our lives that's actually hindering us in our daily activities post-traumatic stress disorder um what the research was talking about with ptsd was that um a lot of african americans will suffer from this because of is due to trauma so not only just home trauma but trauma even outside of the home maybe they've witnessed something um depending on the neighborhood they're living in and so they could be exposed to violent crimes and different things in their areas and so suicide is on the list you know bullying this is of course for children but as adults you grow up we're stressed about work we are stressed about um, personal relationships Um, we're stressed about you know why we haven't gotten to a certain point in our lives and so that can cause a lot of distress it can cause the depression the major depression and so these are things that we need to start addressing and really start talking about I do understand I know that there are some celebrities out there who are pushing you know mental health which is so awesome I'm loving it I believe Taraji P Henson has a foundation regarding mental health and to expose our community to mental health um, clinicians also I believe Charlemagne he talks about he talked openly um 
in the past few years he talked openly about seeing a therapist and what he's been going through as well and so I find that awesome and so I'm just another person talking about it and getting it out there and so we just got to do our due diligence to ourselves we talk a lot about self-care and taking care of ourselves and we seem to miss out on um, the mental health aspect of it and so I'll talk today about some also about some misconceptions and some reasons why black women don't want to go to a therapist um just a note disclaimer uh this information I'm just presenting to you from personal experience and also from research I have a master's in mental health but I am not a licensed therapist so this show is not to be in place of a professional I absolutely believe that you should seek out professional help if you feel you need to do so so we're going to go right into some misconceptions or reasons why black women um feel like they don't want to go to therapy and I kind of want to also put out there that maybe women in general um I do know that um white women are more likely to go to therapy because possibly in their communities in their families it's something that is promoted or something that is discussed and talked about and the reason why I'm really targeting black women is because we don't talk about this we do not have this being promoted in our families and one of those so I'm going to talk about the misconceptions so you can get an idea and understanding as to why this is the case um so a misconception is you have to be crazy to go to a therapist um not so Therapy is not just for people who are diagnosed with certain disorders. Therapy is for anyone who feel like they need to go to talk over some either childhood trauma, trauma that's happened recently, or even just life altering moments that have happened. Um, The death of a loved one or someone close to you. Um, things that are happening at work. And I think a lot of times people don't realize that you can go to a therapist because you're having difficulty at work. You may need uh, someone to help you to learn to de-stress. Those who may be having stress in their family. A lot of times you want to go to family members and you want to go to friends and start talking about different things. But the problem is most nine times out of 10, they're they're the people that you're having the issue with so who are you going to talk to when you're having the issues with that friend or that family member so yeah the next um they may prescribe you medication the only time you're going to get prescribed medication first of all uh your therapist is just someone that you'll be have your session with and you'll talk to unless they're a licensed psychiatrist they're not going to prescribe you medication. They could suggest that you go to um, a psycho, a, psych, a psychiatrist to get a prescription, but um, most likely you won't unless it's necessary. Um, for instance, if you're dealing with major depression and it can't be um, controlled at the moment by just seeking therapy and you may need some additional assistance and that may come in the form of medication or if you're having really um 
uh, bad issues with anxiety or something and then you have to be prescribed some medication but other than that you are not being prescribed medication every time you walk into the office um some other misconceptions or reasons why people aren't going to the therapist is no health insurance or no money and that is a really big issue and absolutely understandable because if you're working part-time part-time jobs well most of them are not offering health benefits so it's like eh, you know and even if you're on a full-time job there are some people who do not take the health benefits because they can't afford it they can't afford that extra um 20 something dollars or 40 something dollars coming out of their paycheck so they decide not to get the health insurance um what i can say is and i and i think a lot of people probably don't know is you may want to discuss talking to a therapist about the sliding scale um so you can call up a therapist's office and um find out if you don't have the insurance you know find out hey do you guys offer um sliding scale fees and find out what the sliding scale fees are if you can afford it go for it if not then you know there may be some nonprofit organizations in your community as well that offers free counseling services i know uh, here in broward county we do have programs we do have programs that offer free uh, family therapy um, services to families so children and also their families especially if you're having issues with your child and you're on a, you don't know how to either whether it be control your child or how child is having difficulty in school things like that there are therapists out there and they are there for the family as a whole so you'll get you know a two for one so definitely seek out possible free services in your community the next misconception is your faith <laughs> okay we as believers i love the lord i do and um i think one of the reasons just one of them why i went into counseling not only because of my personal issues but to it's because i always believed that therapy was a good thing now mind you I understand that faith is absolutely important and God can heal, deliver, set free. That is who he is. But I also believe that God gave us gifts, gave certain individuals certain gifts. And one of those is to counsel, you know, the ability to be able to do so. I feel that just like you go to the doctor for a checkup, when something's wrong, um, when you have to have surgery, you go to a doctor. Um, yes, you still get prayed over. You have prayer, but you're still going to the doctor. It's the same thing with therapy. Therapists are not people. We are under strict HIPAA laws that we um, cannot divulge any information to any outside parties. Of course, unless um rendered by a court your faith in god 
doesn't mean that you can't seek out the help that you need. It doesn't mean that you lack faith. It doesn't mean that you do not believe in God. It just means you need some additional help and support in addition to your prayer life. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, but I do want to share with you a little bit about my journey as a uh, seeing a therapist. Because I know a lot of times people talk about, oh, you should go see a therapist and do all this. These are the great things that therapy can provide. But then they never tell you, you know, a lot of times it's it's kind of shameful. People feel as though they feel shameful for seeing a therapist. But it's not a shameful um it's not a shameful thing. I dis- I started seeing a therapist in 2018. So last year, I started seeing a therapist last year. And the reason why I saw a therapist is because I felt out of control. I had a hysterectomy in 2014. I was at the age of 33. So I'm unable to have children. And my plan in life was to have children to give birth to children and um of course I mean no woman really wants to hear the words hysterectomy and because it does change your life it alters it alters your life tremendously I know when we think about being in menopause you think of hot flashes and that's it and that's literally what I thought I thought hot flashes and I thought too oh well I have to take some extra calcium to manage my um my bones and stuff so I don't get osteoporosis but lo and behold the menopausal symptoms that happen let me tell y'all menopause ain't no joke okay and at 33 right after my surgery I began having hot flashes so as time went on you know I'm in a grieving process I'm grieving I am um frustrated I'm angry with God um I'm crying in the middle of stores I'm crying when I'm watching movies I'm crying when I see children when I see families I'm crying and I'm having mood swings out of the wazoo. I'm at work and flipping out. I mean, okay, not really flipping out, but, you know, things are aggravating me a lot more than what normally. And it almost seems as though I can't get control of my mood. And so I was like, okay, enough is enough. I can't manage this on my own. I need to see somebody and I need to see somebody ASAP. So I did my little Google search and found me a therapist and I started going. And it has been a blessing for me ever since. I mean, just talking and for that person not to make me feel like I'm crazy. Because that's the thing. I think... um, Like I said before, people say, oh, you have to go to a therapist because you're crazy or even people might judge me. You know, you think the therapist is going to judge you, but it's a non-judgmental environment. It's so crazy because you would think because I have my background in mental health and because I work in social services, this should be easy peasy for me, you know, but it was not. It wasn't. I was very nervous. I was like, oh, my gosh, I've never I was like, this is uh, 
it's driving me crazy at this moment so um I've been seeing her ever since I've been seeing her for a while now um my sessions have currently kind of been put to the side um on pause for now just as check-ins because I am doing so well and so I'm very happy and excited for the process that I had to go through how she's been able to give me the tools that I need that when I'm having a breakdown or um yeah when I'm having some type of breakdown that I know exactly what to do you know the different coping mechanisms that I can use to get through each one of those moments and so that's what it's all about ladies it definitely is like it's about learning the proper coping mechanisms to get you through your moments your moments of anxiety your moments of depression and whatever else it is you're going through so it's it's those coping mechanisms that you get and it's so powerful and um I'm just grateful to them and so I had to share that because I want you to understand just how important it is to see a therapist just like it is important for you to go to the doctor it's important for you to also get a therapist find a therapist um So I'm going to go into some tips to help you improve your mental health because I know that we all are (laughs) in different stages of our lives. Like we are from entrepreneurs to supervisors, CEOs and COOs and vice presidents and we're college students You are career driven women, whether you're working in social services or you're working at McDonald's. It doesn't matter where you're working at. Right. You're married. You are single and we all are going through something. That's the thing. We're all going through something. I think people think that, you know, because a woman is an entrepreneur or has money or has some type of position that she's good like if I had money I would be good you know I can buy whatever because money money uh, will solve all of my problems you know because I won't have to stress about bills and I won't have to stress about you know my kids um, going back to school and things that I have to buy them but to be honest um, more money more problems more money more problems if you haven't heard because you have family members coming out of wazoo hello you have friends coming out of the wazoo okay people you haven't spoken to in like 15 or so years and here they come with their handout but not only that you have a great load of responsibility It's an extra responsibility because when you're at certain positions in your life, when you're on certain positions in your life, you have to maintain a certain criteria to be on jobs. Right. And then for yourself, when you're working for yourself, that's another stress because you have to manage your money on your own. You have to make sure you're making that same amount of money from month to month if not more because you got to generate that income you got to generate that continuous income and that's stressful 
single women, people be like, oh, y'all ain't got nothing to worry about because you ain't married, you won't have no kids, or some of us that don't have kids, or even if you do have kids, y'all single, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Um, sorry, ma'am. We do. We do. We have a lot to worry about, you know? We have to keep our heads afloat as well. We have to keep our heads afloat as well. And if you're living in Florida, specifically South Florida, our bills are not cheap, okay? Because living is not cheap here. Not only that, you got relationship issues. Um, Some of us are taking care of parents, grandparents, you know, who are getting older up in age and can't really manage for their for themselves so there's a lot to worry about you know you are worried about the job you know the job may not be as secure and you're on your own you got one paycheck that you trying to manage on your own if you got a child you are one person managing that human being that you brought into this world and you are trying to be the best parent you can to that child you know you got school you know if the child gets sick you got to get you got to take off of work to take care of that child you got to find out daycare you got to do all these things listen I don't have to tell you about everything that you have to do and what it takes to function throughout the day you already know what it is you already know the deal and so this is why it's important just to sit down with somebody to talk through those issues to help you cope and manage with whatever it is that you're going through because sometimes talking to a friend is just going to aggravate can aggravate the situation you know it just it just does talking to a family member can aggravate the situation so when you're talking to a neutral to a to a to a party who has nothing to do with you you've never seen this person before ever in your life they really know nothing about you unless of what you tell them. They can give you a better um, perspective than that family member, mom, dad, cousin, or whomever. So some tips to help you improve your mental health for now, you know, until you go see that therapist. Or if you don't feel like you need a therapist, that's all fine and dandy. But I definitely want to help you to um, work on managing mental health and what that looks like for you and your body. So a tip would be to rest, rest and relaxation. Yeah, we all heard it. You know, good night sleep. Um, yeah, hanging out with your friends. Just making sure they're not toxic people. Okay not toxic actually that's actually on the list have healthy relationships no toxic people you don't want to be hanging out on a vacation and you got that one friend who just has attitude like no other and so it ruins the whole moment sometimes when it comes to relax rest and relaxation you got to do it on your own just hang out by yourself sometimes it just has to be you solo be active so being active exercise exercising helps the blood to flow through the body which helps your um, blood to move and pump and you feel rejuvenated because when you go exercising literally you feel rejuvenated now yeah the next day you kind of have some aches and pains or whatever but keeping active or uh 
consistent regimen of exercising is pretty pretty good creating boundaries all right ladies you already know learning to say no is really hard sometimes but we have to create some boundaries for ourselves we do you have to learn when too much is too much for you to handle at the moment and let that thing go have somebody to help you have somebody else to help you figure it out but learn to say no cut the boundaries learn how to separate your your life your work life from your personal life when you come home home is home okay don't bring work home don't sit at your computer working on stuff at home unless you're working from home meaning like you told your boss you working from home at a certain time listen you have to set a certain time at a certain time of the night where you know this is your cutoff time for doing work and this also is for entrepreneurs as well have a cutoff point i understand today the world is talking about we're talking about grinding and we being on my grind and you know team no sleep 3 a.m bam i'm gonna get this done listen your body needs rest and this actually doing all of that can actually cause friction between your mind and even your body which can cause mental distress it can cause anxiety because you couldn't get something done because you feel like you should be at a certain point in your life at a certain time in your life and you know you need to finish this at this specific time it's awesome and great to set goals because I set goals for myself all the time but if you can't get it finished during a specific time it's okay then you re you know reconstruct your goals do them over but set realistic goals we'll have another podcast to talk about goals but what i'm saying is you have to have some type of boundary cut off point to when you are working and when you are it's time for rest and relaxation to read a book to wind down and watch some television to wind down and read the bible to wind down and meditate on the word to um even to just go to sleep even to just go to sleep so learn to set you some boundaries eating healthy i know that may sound weird as well what does eating have to do with your mental health but it has a lot to do with your mental health um what we put into our bodies what we feed ourselves what we feed our bodies is what we feed off of see if that makes sense i don't know so what we put into our bodies affects every part of ourselves you know if you're eating fatty greasy foods what's that doing to your body you've gained weight depression you can't move around um your body begins to start aching you can't fit into your clothes anxiety listen eat healthy it will help you to sleep easier it will help you to think clearer all of those things journaling you've probably already heard to create a journal write down your thoughts at the end of the day write down thoughts 
in the morning, your first thoughts in the morning, process your day. Journaling is a great exercise. I absolutely love it. I've been doing it since I was a little girl. So, um, and it's something that I continuously do. Expressive activities, dance, music, art, painting, coloring. Listen, it's okay to hang out and do this um, on your own, or you could do this with friends as well. I mean, you know, sometimes you just gotta hang out with friends. But again, we're gonna go back to making sure there are some good friends. Maybe it's just you and your best friend, but expressive activities. Um, me and one of my best friends, we went to this weekend, we went to uh, the Fort Lauderdale Art Walk. So it was our first time doing that. Something totally different, and we had an amazing time. After that, we went downtown Fort Lauderdale walked the strip and had some ice cream listen it was so nice to get out of the house and just to chill no business um we didn't really talk about business we kind of were just in the moment and just realizing you know we were at that moment of just talking about man the future and what that's going to look like. And man, you know, yeah, we did talk about business a little bit as far as, you know, the momentum that we had um, at that moment. And then the creativity. Being around creative people helps you to be creative. So that's something for you entrepreneurs to think about. Being around creative people helps you to be creative. So, yeah, listen to some music, get into some art, something that you're interested in, but do some, but even if you're not interested in it, I really encourage you to kind of do something different outside of the box because if you continuously be inside of the box, you kind of, it kind of becomes boring. Do something different. It becomes boring and it's no longer relaxation. It's almost like, oh, uh, something to do. Um, going to the beach. Going to the beach is always man that's my one of my go-to's especially on the weekend I like to go to the beach early in the morning and watch the sunrise and have prayer I love it I love the water um getting a massage you know getting your nails done something like that just different activities you know it's just something different for you to feel good you just have to have that feel good moment just have that feel good moment and so yeah so that's all I got for today and um my parting words are to really take care of yourself mentally whatever stage of your life that you're in take care of yourselves mentally it's absolutely pertinent it's important for you to take care of all of you if you're taking care of your physical health that's awesome but please take care of your mental health for those of you who are dealing with um health issues any type of um, reproductive health issues my business um my other business venture, Millennial and Menopause, I really discuss, I talk to women about 
um, surgical menopause and I bring up endometriosis awareness and different things like that. We talk, I talk about fibroids, PCOS, and all those different types of reproductive health issues. And we're so busy in the doctor's office and this can mean anyone with any health issue. You're so busy in the doctor's office that you forget that you're going through something very traumatic, very traumatic. I know a lot of times people say, um, um, I won't say a lot of times people say, I'm going to say I was actually, um, I know you, if you've heard of the show, S- Sister Circle, uh, who hasn't? So Sister Circle. So Quad um, recently had to take a break from the show because she was having surgery on, um, because she had some fibroids. And so um, she posted it. She cried and everything on the show and she had it posted of course the show posted it and she posted it on her page as well so um on the show's page people were under the comments saying you know girl suck it up it's fibroids just get them removed and you'll be fine and other people were you know it was just such there were a lot of negative comments and I was really disturbed by that I was really disturbed by it because regardless of them being actually no I was just disturbed by it she is a woman who is having a health issue and it scared her who wants to go under the knife that's not something that we walk around saying oh you know well yeah I want to go have surgery having surgery is very scary and um you could die from surgical procedures anything could happen when you're under the knife and she had every right to feel emotional and to cry regardless of how she acts on television um I really don't watch what is she on married to medicine yeah she's on married to medicine I think I saw a couple of seasons of it and so regardless of how she behaved on the show um whether she's dramatic or whatever because people were saying oh she's so dramatic regardless she has every right she had every right to be as dramatic as she wanted to be when it comes to having surgery and when it comes to having fibroids or anything removed from your body And I know it's a very common thing in black women. Uh, Fibroids are very common in black women. But that doesn't mean that we should look at it as, oh, girl, it's just fibroids. You'll be all right. No, fibroids can really cause damage to a woman's body and lead up to that woman having a hysterectomy because they can come back. They can form again. Nobody wants that. So we really have to be careful of how we treat our sisters, how we talk to them, especially about their health, not being considerate to what they're feeling in the moment. We have to be very careful. I've had instances um, where when I was having my hysterectomy and I had told um, someone about it and she pretty much was like, well, you know, it's not like you're married anyway. So it's not like you can have children. And I was like, what? Listen, y'all. 
Oh my gosh. At that moment, I knew I was saved, sanctified, and Holy Ghost filled because the cussing out I would have gave her years ago. Listen, so real. But um, I was very upset by that. Yeah, and I ended up crying, walked away. But I was very, I was very emotional at that time, and that's that, and that's the thing. You're very emotional at times where you know you know you have to have surgery for anything i don't care if it's just to have your um have a root canal listen surgery is surgery procedure is a procedure and so we have to be very we have to be there for one another and stop putting each other down and really care for you know people say uh care for your strong friend check on your strong friend check on the friend that's always there for everybody else and no one's there for them check on your strong friend so i'm gonna say it check on your strong friend check on each other don't just check on the strong friend either check on the friend that smiles all the time because they could be going through something as well check on your friend that's always telling cracking jokes check on them too we don't know what's happening a lot of times people mask things we have different ways of coping different ways some people cope with smiling some people cope with cracking jokes it's not all fun and fine and dandy you will never know what somebody's going through until they start talking about it so talk to them you know check on them make sure they're really okay better yet too pray for them i think a lot of times people you know we get so I guess caught up I don't even know what the word is that we forget as believers if you're a believer um we forget to pray for one another and it's so important to do so so important because you don't know what that person is going through sometimes we can see someone very you know come in the office if you're or at school or wherever and they're quiet and just kind of keep to themselves pray for them just start praying for them because you know our prayers can make a big difference in their lives our prayer could break chains in that very moment for them it can make a huge difference in their lives we have to be our sister's keeper we have to be no more of this tearing each other down to make yourself feel good because honestly hurt people hurt people i know we all heard it hurt people actually hurt people and so you just we can't do it we can't continue to be in the same cycle we have to be different we do we just have to be different so help yourself get you some help you know find the therapist i will put some information in the show notes where you can find a therapist if you haven't um one of those resources is therapy for black girls not sure if you've heard of dr joy bradford but she's an amazing she's a therapist in atlanta she has a show and um she's like 
really good she has a lot of resources on her website and i'm gonna put that in the show notes um some resources for you to be able to search for a therapist so that's all for today mental health may is mental health awareness month and we are taking care of ourselves and that is all for today until next time well that's all for today thank you for tuning in to her kit knowledge and transformation podcast hope you enjoyed and learned something to help you transform into the woman god has called you to be for more information about me visit my website ladybeempowerment.com follow me on instagram at ladybeempowerment and at millennial and menopause until next time lady be blessed bold and beautiful